0: Just like there are right handers and left handers, night owls and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want, in store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection,
1: and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And we are live in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. Count on a reliable connection for all your devices, even when everyone's online. And I can tell you right now, uh, there are nights where everyone is online at my house, and our Xfinity Internet does a fantastic job, even if we're streaming Andor, which we saw, got through episode three, uh on tuesday night so uh we, we've got we're still behind but uh we're, we're getting there so i highly recommend it for a star wars person to go watch some andor and we are going and bring in our own andy meyer and andy are you a star wars guy have you watched andor
0: uh 100 yeah definitely <laughs> uh and on that i i haven't got around to it yet either so i'm glad to hear that uh i have heard good things so we'll we'll hopefully get it on the list uh, here pretty soon
1: but coach walms are you on are you are you up to date on your andor no sir <laughs> I know you watched the Obi-Wan. I mean, that's uh, that was the <laughs> that was the best thing of the summer. There, there's no doubt about that. Obi-Wan Kenobi was as good, I think as good as anything they've done <laughs> in terms of that. Well, we I know people don't tune into Harris Talk Star Wars. There's plenty of other geeky places you can go for that, but uh, I can definitely I can definitely geek out on the Star Wars. Um, but, um Andy, this week you've got a great game. You've got North Kansas City and Oak Park. We talked with Coach Douglas a little bit earlier, and um their offense is starting to round into form, and we know the defense is outstanding. Um, and Oak Park coming off that loss. I mean, that I, I wonder if that was a little bit of a look ahead. That being said, Lee Summit, you don't know what you get from week to week. And they they happen to catch Lee Summit at the bad week. But this is just an intriguing matchup that's going to be a great atmosphere and really a huge game for positioning in the district and conference if, they, if, you, if you're worried about that. I mean, uh, there's a lot going on in this game.
0: Absolutely. As you said, the implications are just massive uh, for this one. You know, it was, you know, there was a a chance if if Oak Park hadn't dropped that one last week, they would have been undefeated coming into this game, but still in the midst of an uh, incredible season under Ken Clemens, Uh, you know, and they'll be eager uh, to bounce back. Um, against that, this is the it's strength on strength, right? You've got the the Oak Park running game is uh, is what has put them in this position and been able to put up so many points and uh, and really has fueled that resurgence behind a you know a good offensive line who can uh, match up well w- with a lot of people and be more physical than you know I saw that firsthand in the Platte County game. They were just able to really impose their will uh, up front and not get away from their game plan of being able to run the ball uh, that will likely, we'll just have to see how that goes against uh, what has traditionally been really the last three or four years um, player for player, probably, I mean, goes up against the best front sevens in the Metro area that Kansas city, North Kansas city has rolled out there year after year, they'll lose division one talent and more. It's just still there waiting, waiting to replace it. You know, rightfully so we talk about it Hill and PJ had a bower rate uh, but you know the the couple of times i've seen them in the last two or three years the few times uh, Jaden Browning is just a great playmaker on that defensive line Caden Torres is a linebacker just flies around all over the place uh, and does a little bit of everything so to not to mention their secondary which you know is capable of of locking down uh, receivers if they other teams do try to go to plan B and try to throw the ball on them so uh, you know, th- you just look at the numbers, tackles for loss and sacks are just, you know, through the roof uh, for that entire Hornets front. And, and that's going to be the, the the real thing to to watch out for. How good can Oak Park's running game uh, get either get going or be able to attack or get around and or through somehow uh, what is just an immensely talented uh, defensive front? We'll say this for the Hornets as well. You know, they've struggled to um, put up points. Um Off and on the last couple of years, Uh, but this is, I think, the first time since 2019 that they have scored. They've scored 97 points the last two games. That's the most they've scored in three years. uh, By virtue of their their running game really starting to to come around with, you know, the likes of Jermaine House has been there the last couple of years, but uh, Makai Staten it seems like has is really upped his game as well behind. Uh, you know, putting up points behind an improved offensive line. So uh, th- there's just, man, so many good players in this game and, and just a lot of, uh, yeah, the implications that are, you know, the postseason's coming up quick. You know, it's not that too, you know, far. You well, One week you're saying, oh, we're still in the midseason here. <laughs> all, all of a sudden you start looking – you're not looking too far ahead at the at the the postseason and how things are shaping up uh, and there's a lot going on that's going to you know determine seedings and uh, how things are going to shake out the rest of the way just in this game
1: andy what's your take of the oak park defense
0: yeah they were really impressive really physical as well uh the time that i saw them against Platt county you know that they had a, one of the easier schedules, I think, if you were going to look at it in the first month of the season. And, but e- even in all of those situations, they were given up what a touchdown a game, uh, maybe yeah. against teams that they were, you know, they should have handled. And they absolutely did that part. So, uh, as you said, Dion, Lee summit is. Uh, can be pretty unpredictable uh, week to week, and they—I'm I'm sure you know Coach Clemens is gonna gonna go back and look at that tape and try to clean some of those things up and be able to, if they're able to be a disciplined uh, team on defense and force a couple of turnovers, that's that's also what's got him in that position, is being able to win the turnover battle uh, and get stops. Uh, if they can do that against a you know a much improved. Uh, Hornets run game, then they're going to be right in that uh, game as well. And we could see a, a defensive, you know, sort of slugfest. It's, there's, Oak Park's put up a lot of points, but if it does come down to sort of being able to, you know, um, get in a close game, one possession game, late and kick a field goal, or you know, a one one score game, either way, I could see it going that way. But uh, yeah, they, Oak Park's defense has been outstanding, and uh, if they can rise to the occasion again, they'll be in good shape on Friday night.
1: Uh, a couple other games I want to ask you about. You, you had Park Hill, Park Hill South last week, and they kind of break off and go into good games. Park Hill's got uh, Lee Summit, Park Hill South's got Staley. Um, back and forth game, um, there, I know there's a lot of really good players, Kendrick Bell and then Briggs Bartosh, who's now playing quarterback, again, like he did when he was a sophomore for a little bit. Uh, t- thoughts on that game and those other games this week?
0: Yeah, uh, just an absolutely – You know, fantastic game to watch if you're if you're a fan of offense. And just sort of, I mean, both of those teams are just flying up and down the field. And you know, for me, two of the best, just pure athletes and playmakers, uh, (laughs) lining up at quarterback uh, behind there. Come to find out after the game, Briggs Bartosh actually set the school single game record for total yards. I think passing for 340, running for another 145. Um, you know, there were three turnovers and I think they set the single game yardage record with like 610 yards of offense and and still, still lost, um, because of some untimely turnovers that, um, you know, that, that cost them some scoring opportunities, but, you know, credit to them and the, you know, amazing, just fantastic game, both sides going back and forth. Neither team gave an inch, but ultimately it was Kendrick Bell. Uh, I, I think by his own admission, didn't play the best in the second half, but I think took the ball with three minutes left. It only took him a minute to go right down the field, score the deciding touchdown, uh, and then snagged the game-winning interception, game-clinching interception uh, for them as well. So a huge win to build on. Uh, I know talking to, to Coach Sims afterwards, he he said that uh, they were due for the, the ball to bounce uh, in their direction probably a, a couple of times after some tough breaks. <laughs> Uh, in the previous month. But, you know, b- both of those programs are in great hands with coach Jimson, coach Palmer. And, you know, I, I would expect them no matter who they're playing the next you know couple of weeks, those two games are really ones to keep an eye on. If they can get some momentum, they've got great skill players uh, and, you know, th- they're going to be a tough out for everybody in the postseason. But man, that was a, a fun game and a great highlight of some of the talent and skill on display uh, in the, in the Northland here.
1: I think what you just said about those two teams, you could probably equally say the same thing about Staley. Staley's off to – they're and 4-2 at this point. They're playing great football, and they believe they can win anything. They were down 10 last week, I think, and pulled it out.
0: And that's that's a sign of a of a well coached team and a team that can execute. You don't panic down late, right? You just stick to the game plan, and uh, you know you're able to go out there. Coach Coach Rampy obviously is that you know they've maybe flown under the radar a little bit. Uh, I think in a lot of people's minds here, but that's an indication. It, to me, it's the most fun in that sort of you know, especially class five six range when any given Friday, and, and you know you never know how it's gonna gonna shake out. There's a lot of unpredictability coming down to who's going to make the plays, who's going to, and and turnover battle, right? That was the case in that Park Hill, Park Hill South game, three to two, you know, uh, Park Hill took advantage of that. And if you're able to play, you know, fundamental discipline football, which Staley has been, uh, and, you know, in the last bit here, as they've gone on this little, uh, on a surge, that's the, they're starting to peak the right time, watch for more big things uh, coming out from the Falcons down the stretch here.
1: Well, and and we talk about postseason and we're not there yet, but um, barring, you know, if, if Blue Spring South beats Liberty North, that brings Liberty North back to the pack a little bit in terms of that district. But if you look at where they sit now, from two to seven in that district, it's like Liberty, Blue Spring South, I think Park Hill, Park Hill South, and then Rockhurst is in there. Rockhurst who probably won't lose another game. I think that they're at the part of their schedule, they won't lose another game. You're gonna have a lot of five and four, four and five, maybe a six and three in there. Of all teams that can beat each other, and even Blue Springs is beaten the Fort O'Say, sitting down there at the bottom with two wins, um, and and they beat Blue Valley as well. So that's a that's a district that you if you feel like you could stay out of the eight, if Liberty North is the one, you've got a fighting chance to to win at least one game, if not a couple. Uh, and all those teams, I I can't tell you I, you know I think Liberty North will be in that district final, but I don't know who the other team's going to be. Could be one of the other seven. <laughs>
0: And you could make a case for any, any single one of them. And it's just coming down to, especially keep an eye. Yeah. The, these next, uh, you know, final weeks of the regular season, who can become the best version of themselves. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of sort of like determining personnel and okay, well, you know, what's our best matchups, who are our best kids to get on the field and who's delivered. And, and, and the more I think you've sort of seen that the last couple of weeks, teams rounding into sort of the, their best versions, the more you can, sort of get a couple of those clutch wins, start to build that belief, yeah. that momentum. You put the first month in the rear view if, if you were off to a rough start and can really gain a lot of momentum going down the stretch here. Get, get a home game. You know, that that <laughs> if you can get in, into those three and four seeds, that makes a massive difference, having your home crowd, playing in familiar surroundings. Uh, and that's all going to be up for grabs here the last few weeks and going to be really exciting to see how it shakes out.
1: No doubt. Well, Andy, have fun, and we will chat with you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.